My beloved in Jesus Christ our Lord. This morning we had a memorial liturgy for our beloved Barbara Shout. And during that liturgy, I could not help but think that that woman is probably hounding the devil. You know her? She was tough, and she probably is still tough on them. So we had a gospel reading different than what we had for Saturday. We had the gospel reading from St. John's, which is for the deceased for Saturday. But the second gospel you heard tonight was the proper gospel for Saturday morning. The apostles had returned after Jesus had sent them out to, to cast out demons, to heal sicknesses, and they came back rejoicing. Even the demons were subject to us in your name. You remember me talking about this several weeks ago. And Jesus says, you know, don't relish so much in that, but that your name is written in heaven. But that, Jesus says, he glorified the Father, saying, what you have hidden from the learned and clever, you've revealed to the merest of men, to the children, to the apostles. They were given power to exercise demons in his name. And we hear in the first gospel that Jesus, expelling a demon that was possessed in a woman bent over for 18 years. Imagine looking down at the ground for 18 years, not looking anyone in the face. That in itself would be sheer hell. And on the Sabbath, a day that was a day of rest, a day of liberation, a day of fulfillment, this woman was made whole. And Jesus had taken that power and given it to his apostles. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, the apostles have handed it on to the, those that followed him. Century after century after century, it's been one of the monuments of the church, contained in the church, the power to expel. I was once asked recently, Father, are you going to have a divine, or um, the term they used was mass for exorcism? You know, I've heard others are doing that. And I responded, every divine liturgy is a liturgy of exorcism. Every blessing a priest gives is an exorcism. You just look at the water, listen to the prayers when we bless water. It has an exorcism in it. And it happens every time he puts his hands in the water and makes the cross. Every time he blows on the water in the sign of the cross, it expels the demonics that have entered the water, making that water now capable of conveying the grace of God. This divine liturgy expels demonic powers. There's no way demons can be present when this liturgy is in progress. Our minds may wander, but he is powerless. When we baptize a child, we have those exorcism prayers, making that child, like the water, capable of receiving the divine grace, the divine life of Christ. The devil is always trying to get at us. He's either chomping at our heel, pulling on our shirt tail, yelling in our ear, 
are trying to get into our mind. Constantly. That's what the devil does. He goes to and fro, trying to cause havoc. He could not dethrone God, so he tried to dethrone God from the hearts of man. But he did not anticipate the power that God would give to man over him. And so during these times, as the priest, the pastor of this parish, you start to get a sense of our community, a sense of what's happening around me. Now nobody's really said anything. Oh, I get words here and there. But it's intuitive. Something's going on. The devil's harassing us. He has no control over us, no power over us unless we allow it. But nonetheless, he can make our life a little miserable from time to time. He didn't, God didn't stop him from, from having Job go through difficulties. But when we get into these difficult times, we have to remember that we have power over the devil and all his little demons. And we exercise that power every time we make the sign of the cross. We exercise that power every time we pray. We exercise that power every time we participate in the divine liturgy or any other liturgical service. That's your gift as the body of Christ. But sometimes we fail to exercise it. Sometimes we're just weak and broken and tired. And God knows that. But when we call out to Him, His power, His grace is there. My great uncle, Nick, Uncle Nicholas from Greece, he used to work for one of the railroads, and he lived in a tar paper shack until he died just south of the I-90 bridge going across the Columbia River. I don't know if the trestle's still there, but he lived right next to the trestle in a tar paper shack. And he had a little orchard, cherries and something else. And in the summer, he would sit out there and keep the starlings away from eating his fruit. Sometimes he would yell, sometimes he would throw a rock, but most of the time he sat there with the persuader, which was a 410 shotgun. We in our prayer life, we have our voices and our actions, but sometimes we need that persuader. Sometimes we need to do something unique that we don't normally do. And so this night in lieu of any more of a homily, we're going to renew our baptismal promises. We're going to enter once again into our baptism because in this divine liturgy, there's no beginning or end in the heavenly kingdom. We're in our baptism. We're participating in it again. Now, most of us, were probably young and a sponsor set it for us. And maybe we've done this once or twice in our lives. But well, we've not done it here that I'm aware of. These words are familiar to you. You heard the words at all the baptisms. 
Only the sponsors spoke on behalf of the one to be baptized. So tonight I invite you to bring out the 410. I invite you to be like Barbara Shout and chase them away. Exercise your voice as the body of Christ. And so we will do that. We will begin, if you have your little handout, with the exorcism prayers. The same prayers we said over all the children that are in here tonight. We'll say two of those exorcism prayers. After that, then we will, I will all invite all of you to turn to the West. There we spit on Satan, and I will ask you to renounce him. And we're going to say, repeat things several times, several times, in good Byzantine form. Then I will invite you to face the East and accept Christ. These are the same words from the same book I use for our children, so nothing should be new. And then you will recite that monument of faith, that rock that we stand upon. And after that, we will continue with the divine liturgy of the litany of supplication. Then we will have the prayer of the faithful, or we'll have the prayer of the faithful after that. And then continue on. Barbara Shout was a prayer warrior. She wasn't perfect, I'm sure. But she was tough as nails when it came to fighting the devil. And we need to follow her model. And there are many of you that are prayer warriors, and we need to follow their model, your model. Let's do something drastic tonight. Let's reinvigorate our hearts and accept Christ so that you may become inflamed, filled with zeal, ready to fight anything, face anything for the love of God and the love of neighbor. So now I invite you to stand up. The Lord rebukes you, Satan, the Lord who came into the world and dwelt among us to destroy your tyranny and to deliver humanity. The Lord who upon the tree triumphed over hostile powers when the sun was darkened and the earth quaked when the graves were opened and the body of the saints arose, the Lord who by death destroyed death and left powerless him who had the power of death, that is you, Satan. I abjure you by God who has shown us the tree of life and placed the cherubim and the flaming sword every way to guard it. Be rebuked. I rebuke you by him who walked upon the surface of the sea as on dry land and rebuke the stormy winds whose frown dries up the sea and whose rebuke melts away the mountains for he himself now commands you through us. Be afraid, depart, and keep away from these creatures, and never dare to return or hide yourself in them. Lie not in wait for them, nor scheme against them, neither during the night nor during the day, neither in the morning nor at noonday, but depart into your own dark abyss until the great day of judgment prepared for you. Fear God who is seated upon the cherubim and looks upon the depths. Fear him before whom the angels and archangels, thrones, dominions, principalities, powers, virtues, 
the many-eyed cherubim and the six-winged seraphim tremble, before whom heaven and earth and the sea and all they contain. Be gone and depart from the near newly enlisted warriors of Christ our God, for I rebuke you by him who walks on the wings of the wind, and who makes the winds his messengers and flaming fire his servants. Be gone and depart from these creatures together with all your power and angels. For glorified is your name in the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever and forever. O Eternal One, Lord and Master, you created us in your image and likeness and gave us the power of the eternal life. When we then fell into sin, you did not turn away from us, but brought about the salvation of the world by the incarnation of your Christ. Deliver now these creatures from slavery to the enemy and receive them into your heavenly kingdom. Open the eyes of their minds so that the light of the gospel may shine brightly within them. During their lifetime, give them the companionship of an angel of light to rescue them from every snare lying in their path, from the encounter of the evil one, from the noonday demon, and every evil imagining. Drive out from them, O Lord, every evil unclean spirit hiding and lurking in their heart. Drive out from them, O Lord, every evil and unclean spirit hiding and lurking in their hearts. Drive out from them, O Lord, every evil and unclean spirit hiding and lurking in their heart. The spirit of deceit, the spirit of wickedness, the spirit of idolatry and all greed, the spirit of untruth and every impurity brought about by the prompting of the devil. Make them a spiritual lamb of the holy flock of your Christ, a worthy member of your church, and heirs to your kingdom, the living according to your commandments, Preserving the seal unbroken and keeping their baptismal full robes undefiled, they may obtain the happiness of the saints in your kingdom. Through the grace, the mercy, and the loving of mankind, of your only begotten Son, with whom you are blessed, together with your all holy, good, and life-creating Spirit, now and ever and forever. Now if everyone will turn to the west. Do you renounce Satan and all his works and all his service and all his pride? Do you renounce Satan and all his works and all his angels and all his service and all his pride? Do you renounce Satan and all his works and all his angels and all his service and all his pride? Have you renounced Satan? Have you renounced Satan? Have you renounced Satan? Turn to the west. Or the east, excuse me. Do you commit yourself to Christ? Yes. Do you commit yourself to Christ? Yes. Do you commit yourself to Christ? Yes. Have you committed yourself to Christ? Yes. Have you committed yourself to Christ? Yes. Have you committed yourself to Christ? And do you believe in him? All things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the only begotten, 
one of the Father, before all ages, light of light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, one in essence with the Father, through whom all things were made. Glorious and Lord of salvation, he came down from heaven, and was incarnate from the Holy Spirit, and he became man. He was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate, and suffered and was buried. He rose and lived according to the scripture. He ascended into heaven, seated at the right hand of the Father, and he has ascended glory to the judge of the living and the dead. His kingdom and the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the Creator of life, who proceeds from the Father, together with the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He is sold to the Father. In one holy Catholic apostolic church, I profess one baptism for remission of sins. Have you committed yourself to Christ? Yes, I have committed Have you committed yourself to Christ? Yes, I have committed Have you committed yourself to Christ? Yes, I have committed Then worship Him. Blessed is a God who wishes all to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth, now and ever and forever. You have professed your baptismal vows, renewed your promise to Christ. Live your life with that zeal and with the assurance and the power of what you just professed and of what you believe.